Hi guys, welcome back to the Whipped Cream Podcast. I am your host, Bianca Harris. On this podcast, we pride ourselves on picking really great female entrepreneurs to chat about their journey to success and any ups and downs they may face. Today we have Tamina Polak-Paris, dancer, choreographer, and founder of The Girls Club. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. I am, you don't know this yet, but I'm a huge fan of your dancing career and just your dancing style and just you in general. So I'm super excited to have you here. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Um, So I just want to start off with kind of like, let's tell people a little bit about you. So how did you start dance? Well, long story short. (laughs) (laughs) You get asked this all the time. (laughs) It's okay. It's it's an interesting one, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Um, I started when I was about three years old. I was dancing in front of the camera at home, home videos. My mom was just recording and she noticed that like, hey, she really likes being in front of the camera. And um, it was crazy because from that age, like I already had such a personality. I was just this diva in training, just from three (laughs) years old, dancing to SWV, I'm so into you, doing the butterfly, which I could, you could see it right now, but like (laughs) butterfly. And um, yeah, so from then on, she knew that I needed to be in front of the camera. I needed to be in dance class. So she threw me into dance classes, um, jazz, ballet, hip hop, all that stuff. And then I went into gymnastics and then I started working professionally at nine years old. Holy shit. With the Raptors. Amazing. That was my first job. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I actually I actually started dance when I was three as well. What? Crazy, right? There you go, right? Yeah. So like uh I think I I think I I think I just like got into high school and was like, you know, you go through these weird phases and stop doing it, but it's my biggest regret in life was stopping dance. So like anytime I get to like talk to dancers or see like I just cry. I'm like, Oh my god, you guys are so amazing. Honestly I stopped in high school for a second too. Yeah. Yeah. And how did you get back in? Um I noticed that like I just felt slow. Like mm. I felt heavy and not ne- not weight wise, but just mm. like my mind, my soul. Like dance is so uplifting and it cleanses and it helps you to release energy and motion and like it's a channel. Mm-hmm. And like I didn't have It's that. like meditating, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. You get into this space, and if you take that away, it almost feels like something's missing. Yeah, I was lost. Like, it was like my lost years. A yeah. couple of years in high How school. How long? Like, a couple of years. Like, yeah. maybe, say, two years, like, grade 9 and 10. And um, then I got back into it. Um, I think it was more when I moved back to Toronto, because I moved out of the city for a little bit. And I came back into Toronto and kind of plugged into the dance scene. And um, I think that's kind of what helped me to get back on my path. And to really know that, like, hey, this is, like, really what I want to do. I've always loved it. I've just been naturally, like, a natural dancer. Inclined to do it, yeah. Exactly. And then it was like, you know what? No, this is something that I can actually take seriously. I took one of your classes once. Okay. (laughs) Years. I think it was, like, four years ago at OIP. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was more than four years ago. Probably. Yeah. And so what happened (laughs) this day was I came in to take a beginner class. And it was, like, snowy or whatever outside. So nobody showed up. So... That, cast, that class ended up being canceled, but you, I remember you were talking to uh, someone at the front and you're like, okay, well, listen, I'll come back for the intermediate class. Let's see who shows up. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll stay and do it because I already came oh, or whatever. Oh my God. It was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. I was so, I was like, because I, I had never, I didn't know who you were at the time. Yeah. So I was like, who is this person? You move like water. Like, that's what I think of when I watch your videos. <laughs> you like are literally like water. And I was like, but you were so, um, even though I was like, you were like, you shouldn't be in this class. <laughs> it was just like, it was only like four people in the class. So it was like, it was just intense. Yeah. But um, aside from that, 
you were so uh, uplifting in it. You were just like, you know, like trying to get people like into it, even though they may have not been able to pick up what you were teaching. So I thought that was really cool. No, that's great. Yeah. So, oh um, yeah, that was really interesting that that was my first introduction to you. But anyway, just, why I brought that up is I was watching some of your videos last night, just like some stuff that was like on YouTube or whatever. And I find that your style is so interesting because it's like, I notice when you dance, everything you do or, or let's say it's just I, I only watch some hip-hop videos so mm. this may be different in different styles but everything you do is kind of like delayed which i really liked do you know what i okay, mean okay 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 so it's like it's, you thought that you weren't gonna get the next move but you would hit it like at the oh last second and i'm like this is amazing no but it was it wasn't like because you didn't know yeah. I could tell that but it was it was really really fun to watch you it's dance. actually funny because like dancers call that like oh you dance in the pocket yeah like, yeah like you're like not rushing you're letting the beat happen and then you kind of like and it's funny because, like, sometimes I tell dancers, like, guys, stop dancing in the pocket. Like, don't. And that's, like, to me, now you're dancing in the pocket. Did too. I just call you out for something? That's no, it's okay. <laughs> but you know what? There's a time and a place to be in the pocket. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes it's, like, it calls for that because it gives it a sense of ease. It gives it a sense of, like, I'm in control of the song and the song's not rushing me because we're at one. We have a flow together, you know? And mm -hmm. then sometimes when you're rushing it, it's, like, oh, it's, like, two things that are just colliding and not really finding the push and pull chemistry so that's what i like to the thing is when you're dancing with a big group you stand out because of that i think i think just like you, you literally dance from like your feet to your head like your head like head. so it's it was if even if you're in a huge group i think that's what uh kind of sets you apart visually when Thank I'm watching you. it but so yeah Thank you. I'm just really compliment. big into dance and like watching dance no, so I really like the term yeah I was like, All right. like, you know what it's about yes yeah. so I just think that that was it's just really really fun to watch do you think what do you think um I just I think being like any kind of artist is not the easiest thing to do right no what do you think has set you apart in terms of your career that um you know, because there's lots of amazing dancers, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be able to uh, propel themselves into an amazing career. There is a lot of things that go into building a career. For one, you have to make sure you love it. And it's not that surface love it. Yeah, I love dance. I love it's like, is it coming from within? Like what drives you? Is it a financial gain? Is it like it can't be that those things come later. And I think that's what weeds out who's in it for the right reasons not saying that there isn't a right or wrong reason it's just it lasts longer when you have heart and when you're willing to put in the effort and the time because even though I started dancing when I was nine I didn't like I started but then I had this lull between like 10 and like 17 16 like that I was continuously working at it like I was always too small always too young you know oh you're so talented but this but this mm. even with that I still kept going because I love oh, it. Oh, I love that you say that. Yeah. You know, you're going to get you're going to get no's. You're going to be told this. And you're going to get way more no's than yeses. Exactly. And Especially at first, right? Exactly. And if yeah. you're if you're if you're not in it for the right reason, that's enough to turn you away cuz you're like, "Oh, I, well, forget this. I'm just going to do this." And the issue right now I'm I'm seeing is that people want results now. Yeah. And anything that's worth having takes time, takes effort. If it was easy, everyone would have it. Everyone would be on stage with Beyonce. Everyone would be dancing with whatever big artist. Yeah. But it's not everyone because it takes work. So I think that's one of the biggest things is like working towards that, loving it. And also just loving yourself in the process too. 
because you're going to be served a lot of hate you're going to be served a lot of negativity and how do you keep your head above water if you love yourself no matter how many people chop you down you're still above water because you have like a reserve of love so mm. then it doesn't touch you as as much it's like a it's like a bulletproof vest i guess I don't yeah know. no that's teflon that's very well said <laughs> totally so because i'm sure like as a obviously as a dancer you're gonna get rejection constantly right constantly and you have to find things that you enjoy different outlets your life can't all be one thing was there ever because you seem to have like a really awesome perspective about it was there ever a time that you didn't have that perspective and you built it up to this what you're saying now oh of course and i'm still building it yeah you know that's why i've, I've made a transition to food it's always been a love of mine just like but I've always thought like oh I'm not good enough who's gonna want to eat my stuff I'm not a chef I haven't gone to school I haven't done this telling myself this and it's like no you know what how about you go for it that's exactly what I did with this podcast right and like everything I'm doing now like with events and stuff like those thoughts in my head was what delayed it like I could have been doing this a long time ago but I was like who's gonna like I'm just a makeup artist who's gonna listen to this who's who's gonna people are gonna be like oh who's she to do this and da 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 And, and honestly it's like that's gonna happen anyway May as well just put it down and do what you want to do and fuck the, it. Those are the, exactly. Those are the exact words I said. Who's gonna want to listen to my? Who's gonna want to do my recipe? Who's yeah. gonna want? Someone's gonna want to. Yeah. You're gonna touch someone. You're gonna say something different that it just makes sense to this one person, and that's gonna spread. Yeah. You know. Totally. You know. Don't I always say even with any any opportunity, whether it's audition, don't tell yourself no. Let them tell you no. Yeah, it's like you're almost um, answering the the you th- you think you know their answer, so you're gonna answer the question for them, right? Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like you think that they're gonna say no, so you don't even put forth the effort. Exactly, and then it's automatically a no because they don't know that you're even in the market, right? Yeah, or whatever they're presenting. So, so you were on tour with Lady Gaga for a year. Yes? I was. Yes. When was that? 2014. All of 2014. So how was that experience? Life changing. (laughs) Um, Tell me how, so tell me how um, you got to that spot and then tell me maybe a little bit about what it was like along the journey. Because a year is a long time. Yeah. And tour is like grueling. It It seems glamorous, but I'm sure it's it's hardcore. Definitely is. Um, So I auditioned for her music video in LA and um, got to do that. Um, I guess it was GY video. And then from there, it was a great experience and they asked me to come on tour. After like month a month later, amazing. And it was weird because I had a premiere scheduled for the next step, and I was scheduled to leave in two days to come back to Toronto. I was in LA at this time. So were you living there at the time, or yes. you were just there? I'm I'm back and forth, but I was living there more so than I am now. Gotcha. But yeah, I was there. My mom was with me. And we, I got a, ca- a call while I'm in the car with my mom. Like, we want you to go on tour. Is your mom with you like all the time? No, she was just there. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's just like it happened to me. I didn't know if she was like there. a momager or something. Oh, she does actually help me run my company. Awesome. The, the Girls Club. She's like one of the backbones of the company. Like she holds it down for me, especially when I'm in LA. I love that. Yeah. No, so I'm cool. so grateful for my mother. Yeah. Um, shout out to you, Mom. Celia. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, is that your mom that I've been talking to? Mom. Oh my yeah, God, shut up. Mom, yeah. She's so sweet. Yeah, she. I, okay, so she called me. <clears throat> I don't even know for what something something small, but and your voices sounded similar. Oh really? And I was like, hmm, that's. But I didn't I didn't put two and two together. Awesome. Yeah, we, we had so to good. keep it. Yeah, Love exactly. It. No, Love it's it. great. Um. So yeah, she was there, and I got the call, being like, "Do you want to go on tour?" And I was like, "Okay, so what? wait, take me back to this call." So you're getting this call, and how did you feel? Like, were you freaking out? I was like, "Uh, uh when do I start?" 
and they're like tomorrow i was like okay like it first off that was my first tour that was my first legit tour like i'm such an organized person like scheduling and like organized yes yeah what sign are you aquarius oh my god i love aquarius yeah so i was like I was scheduled to leave so I was like trying to figure out like I had to plan a show for the girls club I had I had just things that I had to do and I was like can I still go do that and they're like no and I was like okay let me try to figure this out and like I was like you know what Tamina this is the, the time in your life where you have to let go of control you have to learn oh yeah man yeah yeah and I just jumped I was like you know what I'm all in let's go I'm ready for this journey like canceled all my other stuff and was like this is the time you can't be in control of everything. Let let life take you where it's planning, where it wants to take you. You can't always plan everything. Sometimes what you had planned wasn't even as great as what the world or what the universe had set out for you. Oh, yeah. So I jumped and we started rehearsal the next day. Um, and wow. um, and the funny part about it was like I was on my way to a concert with my mom. Mm-hmm. I surprised her with the concert. It was um, an SWV and Tony Braxton Amazing. concert. And it's funny, like, as I mentioned earlier, how I danced as a child, it was to SWV. And it's this one song called I'm So Into You. Mm-hmm. And that became like the soundtrack to my life. Like, I don't own it. I don't ever play that song. Whenever I hear it, I know I'm on the right path. Mm. That's how I take that song. And so we went to the concert, and that's what they played SWV, I'm So Into You. That same day when um, I got that news with the Lady Gaga, and like, it was just so full circle. And, like, I grew up to my mom singing to Toni Braxton. So Toni Braxton was there singing her songs. And, like, we were just in the audience just, like, crying, just feeling the energy and, like, the full circle, like, story coming together and, like, starting a new journey and, like, tying to the past. Like, it was just such a great moment of, like, okay, Tamina, all this has led to this moment. And now you're about to go to the next stage of your life, which is now letting go of control, seeing the world, Oh, um, so great. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's all I can say. It was life changing. And that's. So that's when it. you. So. <clears throat> you get on tour literally in a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was it like meeting her? And what was it like? What were what was the what was the downside of being on tour? Scheduling is because like you can't control when you want to do what. I'm a creature of habit. I like to be home. I like to cook. I want to do this. Are you a homebody? Yeah. Me too. Are you an introvert? I don't know. I think I'm a mix. Mm. I'm such a mix of everything. Mm. Sometimes I don't want to talk to anybody and just think, like, as I'm in the car and I don't listen to music. <laughs> <laughs> and then sometimes I like to enjoy crowds and be out and have fun. Yeah. But I think I'm probably more of an introvert. Yeah, I think I'm you are too. I'm a selective introvert. Like, I like to be comfortable with my group. Yeah. But I'm not opposed to going out. No, totally. But, yeah, I guess I'm kind of go around in circles, I guess. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let me stop. I guess, I guess so. I totally am when people never believe that because I'm like, I do things like this or like, you know, but I love to be at home and like, I'd rather be at home, like chilling than like out at the party, which I like to do. Once in a while. But I like to have my home time. But anyway, it's so true. scheduling was difficult. Yeah, I had to let go of that control. Like that was really hard. Not to mention the physical... Um, demands on your body so what do you do you rehearse all day and then you have a show at night how does it work we had two months of rehearsals every single day so so the day you got there was the day that you so like you got the call the next day you're there and that next day is when you're starting rehearsal yeah gotcha for two months straight i don't, I don't think i had a 
day off. Like it was like rehearsal. your body must have been out of control, right? Oh my gosh, I was cut though. I was like, <laughs> that's what I mean. Cut. Yeah, it was like boom, like anything was like I could do anything. I could jump, I can leap, I can go up and down, I could do it in heels. Like honestly, I'm like now I'm feeling like that winter, that winter hibernation mode right yeah, now. But yeah. like then it was like cut city, and like so yeah, rehearsals were really hard. How many hours like, a day? Maybe like 10. Wow. Into 10. Yeah, 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 I would say 10. And then I forgot the question. So, <laughs> so did I. Yes. So, so, no, so I was asking, so you do the two months of rehearsals, then you go on tour. I was just wondering, like, of course, there's a million things that are going to be amazing about this amazing opportunity, but there's always going to be the other side of it. So I was always just, I always just wonder, like what the difficulties are being on tour. Do you know what oh, I mean? Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah, physical demand, letting go of control of your scheduling. You can't just live your life and do what you're still, yeah, you're in a new city and you want to see all these things, but you have to work, you know? You can't just be out all night. Well, some people do. I didn't. I guess I am an introvert. I went home almost every, <laughs> every like I'd go out in the daytime, got myself a nice juice, saw the, the sights. I'd always find a market. That was my thing. Find a farmer's market, find a trading market, get like perfumes and trinkets where the locals go. Then I went home. It sounds like so much fun to me. Yeah, it was like, I can't even lie. It was really fun. Yeah. I had a partner in crime, my yeah. friend Graham. Ugh. We would go see all the amazing spots. We would find the best foods of the region, their, their, their national liqueur or whatever they're known for in terms of like either wine or the spirits, whatever. I'd always find like, a, like especially Dubai and like, Middle East, like their scents, I'd get like perfumed oils and like. I actually, yeah, I miss that. I, yeah. I miss that. I'm just trying to find a downside, but I'm so sorry. Like, no, that's to turn if they're, if they're, if they're, no, I, I, I love that. I, yeah. I like that 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 you can have that perspective because. I've talked to people that have been on tour and they're like, oh, it's so uh, like just have a lot of like heavy stuff to say. So I love that 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 it, you can it can just be great. Yeah, I'm not saying, like, every great thing takes hard work. Of course. So whatever work I had to put in. But if you in, love your work, it doesn't even feel, you know, like. Well, I'm going to be honest. <clears throat> it does feel like work. But I think I'm, I've accepted the fact that, like, at the end of the day, it is work. It's a job. So there's going to be moments where you have to put in that work. And I, I expect it. So I'm not mad at it. Because it's supposed to be there. Yeah. It's going to be hard. It's a job. But there are beautiful upsides that you get from that job as well. Mm -hmm. So I guess, I don't know. I'm in like a positive space right now. No, that, no, listen, and girl, I'm, <laughs> I'm all about it. I love that. Yeah. I'm like, I, I'm not digging for any negativity. I love, yeah. I love your perspective. I think it's really great to hear. I, could, I can go on tour now. I wouldn't be mad at going back on the road. Who would you, who would you love to go on tour with? That one's hard. Um, Give me two people that you just like off the top. It's hard for the other way around. It's what hard do you mean? because I, I don't know who I'd want to. Like, it's tough because I'm not necessarily inspired right now. Gotcha. <laughs> I understand that. Like, That's I'm okay. so into old school right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, I want to go on tour with someone who's not around anymore. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> they're oh, all so dead. graveyard tour? <laughs> oh, okay, so you're going to go to their grave and just go what, dance over that stone. Like, so, but honestly, of course, like, I would love to go back on the road with Gaga. Of course. You know, like, she was the one who helped me start this journey of, like, exploring the world, finding a new side, finding a new performance side, too. Like, I didn't even talk about, like, how 
being on the road changed me as a dancer. Mm-hmm. Like I became so much more in tune with my body and its limits. Not only that, but like being able to surrender to the vision of the project and not allow yourself to want to perform it the way you want to. You right. perform it the way it's seen, the way it's supposed to as the choreographer, as the artistic director, as the artist sees it. And and still allowing it to be genuine, still genuine. I still danced, it's still Tamina, but it was another side of Tamina that I was open to allowing myself to go there. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was beautiful. Like the pocket that you're talking about earlier, mm-hmm. that didn't exist. Right. It was a pop tour. Everything had to be on top of the beat, sharp and specific, precise, and not conventional. Were you nervous at all? Oh, yeah. The first time I went on that stage, like, and I haven't gotten butterflies like that in years. Literally, I was, like, holding my prop, ready to go on stage. And, like, we have in-ears, like, these, like, um, which is, like, headphones, but they're molded to your ears. It's like a pack. Yeah. And, like, you hear everything from her mic. And it's like, oh, yeah, cool. it's like you're wearing headphones and performing. Yeah. And I heard the crowd and I was like, am I really going on stage right now? Is Lady I? Gaga on tour. Yeah. Like, that's where it set in. And like, I could see the crowd from like over top of the prop, like the stage. And I was like, seeing all the phones and the lights. And I was like, okay, you're doing this right now. All right. Like, frozen. That's so cool. Frozen. That's so cool. And then you got on stage and then like, it starts to get. You know, you get in the role of it, but like, because yeah. it's a two-hour show and we're yeah, dancing yeah. maybe an hour or half of it. Wow! So, um, by the end of it, what hairstyle did you have? What makeup? Did you wear? <laughs> None. No, <laughs> your own natural by that time, and I was wearing a weave, so that thing was ratty by the end. But um, yeah, I was nervous. So I think tying <clears throat> back to who would I want to go on tour with, I would love to do that again with her. Yeah. To go through that because I think she's going through a change too, and like her direction is different, and like. She's such an interesting person. Oh yeah, she's wonderful. Like she's real. She's down to earth, and yeah. I would love to do that again with her. And um, honestly, I'd honestly be open to tour with um, almost any artist, and and I know that that could sound. That's kind of what I was gonna ask. Is like, would would you? not want to go on tour with someone that wasn't like a style of dance that you were like obsessed with or would you let yourself just be I would let myself that's exactly what I was going to say I'm like I feel like you can learn from every situation and unless it's something that's toxic or negative and and bad for your health and bad for you as an individual I don't see a problem with with trying it out you know Mm -hmm. if they see you as part of the vision and it's not hurting you I don't think there's anything wrong with going for it so awesome so you've mentioned that you started the girls club like I've read a little bit about it but I wanted to hear from you so what what inspired that and why do you think it's important to have like a girls like dance club I guess you would say yeah Yeah. collective collective yeah um well it's a weird story how it started um so I was in a venue in Toronto it was like a resto resto bar I guess you call it speakeasy um, I guess I can say it. It's a plug for them anyway. The Libertine. <laughs> right. <laughs> and um, I was in there and I was like, there should be dancers here. I could see dancers being here. That's yeah, a cool place. Yeah. And I was like, I could see them on this ledge. I can see them on this wall. I can see them on this <laughs> bar. I can see them here. And I'm like, okay, I want to pitch the idea. And then I was like, okay, what dancers will I use? And I was like, no one knows my style. No one can execute that. And I was like, okay, so what do I need next? I'm going to audition girls. Okay, well, 
they're not ready yet. What am I going to do? I'm going to train them. How am I going to train them? I'm going to I'm going to give them the knowledge that I've gained over the years of being in the industry. And that grew to me being like, what do I want to start? I want to start something for women. Why? I want to Oh, I was going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, I'm on the edge of my seat here. Sorry. Because honestly, it was like I was in between generations and like Toronto was in between generations where it was like it was Dudat before, it was Tracy, it was all yeah. those people who were showing us the way, showing me the way. Who was showing the next generation? We all left. We went to LA. We went places, which of course it's great. We need to do that. But we need to also remember that there's another generation coming up that has no one to look to. Who's going to tell them how to hold themselves as a woman? Mm. You know, of course, there's a whole bunch of this is not getting at anybody, of course. There's men teaching women how to dance, which is beautiful, because I think that we all need to explore every side. But there's something different than, from a woman showing a woman how to hold her body. Yeah, and, totally. You know, it's something different. Yeah. And I wanted to take these women underneath my wing to not only show them that it's not about just the steps, it's about what you put behind the steps, and it's not only about what you put behind the steps, it's about the behind the scenes, the business side. How to conduct oh, okay. yourself. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't know that. You, okay, cool. awesome. Yeah, yeah. I teach them all of that. Cool. How to prepare for an audition. How to put together your package because you are a business as a performer. You can't come in with some jing-bang resume that's just looking like a <laughs> word template with like 10 fonts. Like, you're going to look like you do this for what? The talent show? Like, no, you have to look presentable. You have to be professional. Also, when you're on the job, how do you act as a dancer how do you act like choreographers watch you it's not about only how you're performing on the stage how are you like in rehearsals are you are you are you pleasant to work with are you on time do you contribute to the project are you a hindrance like all those things are important so i teach them that and i also teach them how to be the best versions of themselves be you because when you try to be someone else first of all i don't know where i heard this quote but like be yourself because everyone else is already taken you know mm-hmm. you try to change your your flair your spice and then that's one time they're like oh but we needed who you were right so you should always you're, be you, you. you're not being a contribution if you're not being genuinely yourself exactly because you try to change it up like imagine i went to an audition and i'm like i don't want to dance the way tweena dances that's first for now let's say it's in the pocket just for <laughs> argument's sake i'm not saying that's how i dance all the time <laughs> but i was in the pocket every job and then i'm like you know what this this one um it's a what it's a neo performance it's like a or an usher like a smooth sexy this time i'm gonna decide to be on top of the beat really sharp and robotic this one audition randomly because i'm trying to be what i think they want and they end up booking all the girls who are slow sassy and sensual and in the pocket and i decided to change change it up whereas if i were to stayed consistently who i am I would have had a shot right so all that to say i teach them how to be themselves and how to um enhance that as well i'm not telling them be me i'm telling you you can use me as an inspiration as a source of of uh, something to help you find the best you how many girls do you have right now i think i have 18, 15, wow, 15 to 18. Cool. Yeah, we usually have two levels, but this time I decided let's put it all in one group and let's all learn. And like, if we have to 
rise up let's rise up so what do you guys okay so you teach them the business side of it but you also like how does like do you guys just put on shows or like how does it work what do you guys what do you guys have going on Okay, so I have an, we have weekly academy rehearsals. Okay, gotcha. Where we train. We work out, too. We work cool. out. Amazing. We train. Maybe I should come. <laughs> it's really great. Like, we do, like, confidence exercises, and then cool. we do choreography. What kind of confidence exercises? Uh, so, a few of them, like, we work on, like, how you walk into a room. Cool. We work on, like, maintaining eye contact. I love this. This is so great. It's, like, we, I, honestly, the people who come to us, like, they come from all walks of lives. We get scientists, we get librarians, mm. we get yoga teachers, <laughs> we get mathematicians, we get wow, yeah, we get every makeup artist too. We get we get everyone, and each person has said that the stuff that they've learned from this, they've been able to apply in other areas of life because of it's so universal. Yeah, like everything you're saying can be applied in any career in in just in life, just being a good person. <laughs> really right you know what I mean and just so um that's important that's awesome yeah so we do that and um I do do like academy shows with them um I also have a professional side of the company so I hire people like alumni from the academy mm-hmm. who have trained with me to work at our professional bookings because we do weekly performances like at, whether it's clubs whether it's like I don't even want to say go-go dancing because it's not it's more like electric circus dancing fly girl dancing yes. like get up on there and dance <laughs> yes okay amazing. it's not about get up on there and like show your butt like yeah. it's not that it's get up on there and break it down yeah so we do that it's powerful right yeah like I love it you own it you're owning who you are and you're not afraid to just be you and have fun with it and like it's great where do you want to see it go um i know that's a really hard question to answer every time somebody asks me something like that i'm like i kind of know but i also like want to just let it flow let it right flow. so well it's actually flown to a lot more like at first we wanted to do just interactive shows like i took over a hotel was it two years ago and had like a show that went throughout the hotel like throughout the rooms and told the stories of underrated women in, in uh, music and art history Wow. And cool. yeah, so we told their stories through movement in like intimate settings in hotel rooms. Cool. And that's interesting. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to recreate it for sure. Like, I like yeah. to do those things when I'm in town. Yeah. Um, so it grew to that. Then it grew to, you know, regular club stuff like Libertine, like just spontaneous performances. But lately we've been doing stuff at the Gladstone Hotel um, where like they have like a themed night and we're like the. the actors slash dancers like we did tim burton and like beetlejuice corpse bride yes i love beetlejuice yeah we recreated those characters and did performances and installations that went throughout the venue so it's kind of like we bring the theme of various events alive like we we become the representation of the theme so it's like, oh, yeah, you have a Tim Burton party. Well, OK, cool. You have skeletons. They're cute. But then you're like, but there's Jack. There's you could see like a representation of that. Um, we've also started to do impersonations. Like we impersonated Michael Jackson. Um, we did. No way. That's hilarious. Spice Girls. We did TLC. That <laughs> right. was really I fun. saw that. I, I think it might have been on your Instagram maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was, was awesome. Fun. Like that I got to be so good. I was like, this is my 90s dream. Shoulder And you mounts. had the wig on. Oh my God. It was so good. Yeah. Where did you guys do that? Um, we did that a few places. We did that at the Gladstone and we did that at the Soho House. What was the reaction? Oh, everyone loved it. Yeah. They're like, you it was guys pretty are so friggin' accurate. bossy. Yeah, like, that's so accurate. How do you have the silk the silk um, PJs from Creep? <laughs> I'm like, 
because I have a walk-in closet <laughs> and I don't throw anything out. That's how you get to do it. Yeah, it was pretty pretty so, dope. So, yeah, so like it's grown to all these things, so I can only imagine where it's going to go next. Like obviously I would love to be able to do more venues throughout the city, of course, and like work with different artists. I'm looking to collaborate actually a lot more. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely want to collaborate with like different different artists in the city and kind of I'm just in this place of like community like I'm I, I'm trying to find more of um, a way to pull communities together and like I'm not saying just dance I'm saying different communities different artists different like to diversify the definition of artists mm-hmm. why do we have to be separate why can't we work together and create something like a hybrid hybrid yeah. baby yeah totally and like have fun with that so yeah yeah that's where I that's where I see myself going next and eventually United States for sure. What do you mean? Oh, oh, like bring it over there. Bring it over. There. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Are you so do you live do you live in LA now or are you back and forth? I'm back and forth. Like gotcha. month to month like I switch. One month here, one month there. Just to kind of dabble in both industries, both markets like they're just very different. Like right. it's kind of I mean, like I'm sure it's way more competitive there, right? Oh yeah, of course. I kind of feel like a like a mom. When I'm here, I'm with the kids. Yeah. When I'm in LA, I'm on my own. Yeah. And I'm like out to like work as like a independent artist. Yeah. But obviously still keeping a finger on the pulse over here whenever mm-hmm. I do go there. So why do you think it's important for you to still keep that? Because uh, you could literally just go there and never turn back. Why do you think that it's important for you to keep um, connection to here in Toronto? Yeah. It's my home. Yeah. It's where I'm from. Like my blood. Like everything. Like. This is these are my roots. They're here. If anything, I could see myself leaving LA first. Hmm. Like there's just something about like something about the city that like I just I, I don't see myself leaving it. Like I I even like I I bought a place out here. Like I I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm here, damn it. I'm here. <laughs> um what would you say I mean, obviously, you deal with this all the time within your within the girls' club. But what would you say for <clears throat> an aspiring dancer or artist in general is the number one thing to kind of get you to where you see success, whatever success is, really? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The number one thing I would say is work on your craft. We can't forget that part. We can't we can't jump to the end and be like, "I'm going to be on stage." Okay, but how many hours have you put in into perfecting your lines did you do everything you could to present yourself in the best way have you gone to many classes have you performed at different shows without expecting to be paid right away oh yes yes thank you for touching on that like (laughs) totally it's just everybody like now even i catch myself sometimes i'm like okay bianca you just started like simmer it down you know and it's like you don't want to you don't want to like squish any of your dreams but you also need to realize that you have to like the hours that you need to put in isn't a joke you have to yeah like it's just it's comes across as um i don't spoil is not the word privilege is not the word i don't know but they're not positive words when impatient you impatient and <laughs> I, oh, I don't even know It might know be a, 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 a little mixture of, of all of them. all of those things. <laughs> yeah. When someone comes out, so like, what's the rate? I'm like, what's your experience? Are you, do I need to not give you any notes? Are you going to come in and kill it right away? 
that means that I'm paying I'm paying for a service. Are you able to provide that service? A hundred percent? Yeah. Well then why are you getting paid for? Are you gonna go to someone to fix your dress but they can only do half of it? No? Right? So it's like until you're able to fix that dress, then you can get paid. Yeah. And that's and another issue is people taking advantage of artists and making them work for free all the time. Yeah. That's another scale. I'm no I'm not promoting that. I'm not promoting taking advantage of of our of our of our worth and our va- like I'm not saying go out there pimp yourself out and don't ever get paid. We should definitely get paid for our services. We need to live as well. We want to build a life. We want to support our family. We want to have fair wages. Absolutely. But just know that everything's a process and it takes time to get to that level. Right. And sometimes it takes you doing a job that has nothing to do with dance. And then putting in these hours at dance while you're not getting paid do do you know what i'm saying like you might have to do something else on the side in order to fulfill this dream that you want exactly right it's just that may be the case in a lot of people's lives right like i had to do that for a long time too until you can get where you need to get but i was working double the amount i think that that's what you know people like oh well how am i gonna work this job and do this and do that i'm like dude there's like mothers that like go to school have a kid work two jobs like if you really want to do it, mm-hmm. instead of making the plate smaller or trying to delete things from the plate, just make your plate bigger. Trust me, I do extra work when I go to LA. I do everything. I'm like, hey, it's okay. Nothing's beneath. Like, I'm so sorry. If you need to make... It's humbling, right? Yeah. If you need to make dollars, go get your dollars. <laughs> yeah. I'm in that back audience like, hey, like, I don't feel away because you know what? I'm hustling and I'm making it work. If I want to be out there, I have to work. Yeah. So work it out. But it also creates everything that's coming out of your mouth is, is, is created by all of the things that you just said, right? It's created by doing all that work. You wouldn't have the perspective that you have, mm-hmm. be able to sit down and say uh, everything you're saying from this perspective if you didn't put in that work. It just wouldn't be the same words coming out of your mouth. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I think everything you said is really important in terms of just like putting in the hours. I can't remember what... I was listening to somebody's interview and they said, what is it, like the 10,000 hour theory or something like that? I'm probably... There is a number. Something like that, right? Yeah. I can't remember what it is. And I thought about that and I was like, holy shit. Because you don't realize that you are putting in those hours. Yeah. The hours that you spend editing on your your final cut. Oh, yeah. Like, those are hours. I know. And they add up. Yeah. They add up and you're also... It also gives you kind of uh, some clarity and be like, okay, I got to put in that much more to, you know... I don't think people see a lot of what goes on behind not on the glittery Instagram and like all of these things you know they don't see like you were on tour and had to rehearse for two months 10 hours a day before you got to be on this stage with this celebrity mm-hmm. right yep so and I think before the celebrity yeah no totally. all those things to get there to get there yeah it's consistency and like just putting it in and that goes for anything like in life you don't know people's journey you don't know what they've gone through you don't know the steps they've taken don't watch what where this person's at and what they're doing and compare yourself because it's maybe it's not your time maybe your order of operations is different maybe if you were to jump over to that point you wouldn't make it across to the other building you drop and you die You know, like you have to, you know, it's you just stay on your own path and yeah. just know when the time, when it, what's yours is yours. Totally. Yeah. That's a good thing too, especially for artists to remember. It's like sometimes that job wasn't meant for you. So like freaking out about you didn't get it and this person got it and I should have gotten it is like, you're wasting that energy. 
absolutely yeah that happened to me the other like a couple months ago i didn't get this job and i was like oh man like i was really hoping for that i really needed that and then i was like you know what no i needed something else more i needed to focus on my inner health Mm. and had i done that job i wouldn't be healing from the inside out instead and sometimes you have to take that time away to do what you need to do for you so that you can then come back stronger. And the universe is like, here, I'm giving you the time. And you don't realize that sometimes. It takes a second to like, I think it's the older you get to and you scale back and you're like, oh, I was given all this time and didn't get any work and any jobs because I needed to be doing something else. Exactly. Right. There you go. So, I mean, touching on that quickly, we're almost done. But what was, um, I know you mentioned <clears throat> before we started recording about the food um what are we calling it yeah the crystal <laughs> kitchen um so i recently became vegan okay how and long day 75 amazing i'm on day 75 congratulations thank you i didn't know if it would stick yeah um i told myself honestly if i can find ways to cook creatively and still be inspired by food i can stick with this and after 75 days i've still been able to find new and amazing things to make I feel great. My face is clearing up. Like I, I went through a stage of random acne came out two really? years ago. Oh yeah, out of nowhere. And everyone was like, yeah, take this, take these antibiotics, take this. I'm like, no, 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 no. My body's telling me something and I'm not, I don't know what it's trying to tell me. And I but want I to need to listen. It. Exactly. And finally, I, I met up with someone in LA who's been helping me on my journey, helping me to figure out things that are going on internally and healing that emotionally holding on to things and remaining positive those are all part of healing and what you put in your body is a huge part of that as well we don't realize the amount of toxins and different things that we're ingesting and like this is not me preaching i think everyone's journey everyone's path is different by no means do i go around me like are you vegan oh you like you're the worst like you're not vegan you're so toxic you're this no. <laughs> you're so toxic <laughs> you know like everyone's everyone's choices are different and our motivations are different i'm at the place right now where this is this is what i want to do and um so through this um i guess we call it online recipe page is that what we online, online recipe journal online recipe <laughs> journal thank you we just, we just came up with a name for her uh instagram right yes uh, online for recipe your food journal. yeah it's <laughs> such a good name though yeah so pretty much i take people through um different recipes i explain how i do it different ideas to eat mucus free foods sorry if that grosses you out but dairy is all mucus based foods <laughs> mucus free gluten free refined sugar free and most of all i gave up dairy for simple. a year i think it was last year exactly and a couple of other things that i've slowly <laughs> I, I don't like i do eat cheese now again but it's not like nearly as much as i used to eat and i felt amazing i mean there's so many cheese substitutes like i made quiche yesterday can we say quiche eggless soy free dairy free gluten really? free quiche really okay so what's yeah. the name of the instagram again Just so, so it's everyone knows. underscore crystal underscore kitchen cool so yeah follow us i'm gonna check it out yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get to check it out yet yeah because we're gonna also have um i'm gonna start doing some more events mm -hmm. where i invite people over to learn how to do with the things that we're okay posting. invite me yeah cook and learn totally yeah so yeah. i'm gonna start that starting so in january cool yeah good so, new year new me kind of shit. yeah exactly <laughs> yes that's yes, awesome girl, let's do <laughs>
<laughs> Let's do it. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming. I I was super excited. I'm probably just holding it back really well. <laughs> I was super excited to have you come in. Uh, I think you're so inspirational and awesome, and you're just an amazing dancer. Thank you. Unbelievable. So much. Um. So just let the listeners know where they can find you on social media or anything. Yeah. Okay. So you can follow the Girls Club on Instagram, which is the underscore Girls Club. Our website is www.thegirlsclub.ca. And you can follow me on Instagram, which is my name, Tamina Polak Paris. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to the Whipped Cream Podcast. You can find me at I am. Um, oh, I just changed my Instagram name, so I almost forgot. Uh, I am Bianca Harris, and of course, the Whip Instagram is Whip Toronto. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. <laughs>